Welcome back to the New England Take into KXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, 101.9 FM Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com. I'm your host, AJ Kirstead. Big thank you to Ali Pham, who is the a, uh, health and equity reporter over at NHPR, for joining me in the last segment. Excited to work with them more in the future, get more of their reporters on WKXL. In this segment, we've got another first-time guest on the show, Jessica Martin. She's the executive director for In Town Concord, who's joining me from a parking lot somewhere. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. So, it's the beauty of the new world, right? We can we can have meetings anywhere now. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Smartphones and good audio inside cars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So in town has been around for, for a while in Concord, for sure. And uh, I, I really view them as an integral part to uh, the community building that happens in this city, especially with a lot of the events that your group puts together. But before we dive into events past and uh, what will be coming up here in another couple weeks, uh, what is an in-town? Because there's an in-town Manchester, there's an in-town Concord. Is it a locally yep. owned group or is it part of a national organization? Yeah, so they can be a number of different things. Um, we are a member of the Main Street National Organization, but we are um, independent. We're a small nonprofit. Um, we have two staff people. Um, I'm not sure what in-town Manchester has, but... Um, and we do, as you said, a number of events and really what we see our role in the community as is, um, you know, we build community. So we create events that drive people downtown, boost the local economy, but also create that, you know, the vibrancy that people look for, um, you know, when they're thinking about where they want to go or move or, you know, visit or, you know, a, trying to create a destination downtown. It's it's really important, especially in these kind of medium-sized cities like a Concord or Manchester, where um, you want to get those people that might have considered going to Boston to come to Concord because you do have that community uh, activity base and that just in general person-to-person interaction that you might get in yeah. a larger city. Yeah, and when you think, um, you know, Concord, as far as the downtown goes, you know, we had the um, redesign of the downtown to 2017 few years back so you know and we have the bank of new hampshire stage capital center for the arts red river theater you know we have a lot of cultural activities going on all the time so we really feel very competitive with you know those types of locations except you don't have to deal with the traffic that you do in exactly that's huge. That's huge. As um, <laughs> as much as people like to complain about the uh, parking situation in downtown Concord, it, it's a totally different can of worms of horribleness trying yeah. to park in Boston. It's all relative. It's so funny. If you talk to somebody um, recently, I was talking to somebody who just relocated from Boston to Concord, and they're like, parking is so easy downtown. And I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so we got that fight. So there's so many rural communities around us, and we're kind of the northernmost yeah. town before you get into just total tourism 101 when you hit uh, yeah. Tilton and such that they're scared yeah. of going into parking garages. Like, guys, get used to it. It's worth it. I tr- <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, I mean, that's how we uh, can manage if we have an event or whatever. If we didn't have parking garages, uh, we'd be so we'd be in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I'm really impressed by your board members that you have, and your executive committee and your board. It's a very impressive uh, selection of people, and especially the board. For me personally, as a millennial, I, it's like I see Megan Ferns, who's over at Strive, Angie Lane over at Red yeah. River, Stephanie Clark at the Concord Hospital Physicians Group and such. I mean, how is that put together? Yeah, we are... Um, 
well, part of it is interest, right? The people that take an interest in us, but also part of it is trying to look at, um, you know, what what makes a diverse board. So we look for, actually we're in the process of doing this right now, identifying, um, you know, maybe holes in our group. And I don't want, saying holes is probably the wrong word, but, um, you know, places where we can improve as far as um, having representation. So we just look at that on a regular basis. You know, for instance, um, nonprofits, like we we like to have a representative from nonprofits. We like to have a representative from the theater, in, you know, the arts. Um, also, um, you know, human resources. We always look to have an attorney on the board. So we're just always trying to main, maintain that um, diverse diversity by just always looking at it and having it on our radar. But um, I think we have a very good crew. I appreciate you saying that because they're they're they get they get it. They really get it. <laughs> they're a very motivated group too. They're, you always hear them yeah. involved with something around town. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's it, great. It is, it is, and it's important too to have people that are downtown all the time, as you said, Megan. Um, she owns Strive um, Indoor Cycling, and you know we have um, Ross from Candle Tree. Um, you know Sumaku owns a number of businesses downtown, so those are um, you know the community that we serve. So you know it's also important to have the people from that area too on our board. Now, events are a huge part of, of what you're known for, especially in Concord. Like, the highlight is the Market Days Festival. That yeah. is, what, when did you start? What was your first? When did you start? So, I'm just hitting my one-year anniversary in December. So, you hit the worst and the best possible time to get involved <laughs> at it because yeah. it was kind of it was still super high level of uh, everyone being scared of COVID and everything going on with that. Yeah. But it's the shots started getting out shortly after and mm -hmm. then... Uh, uh, we actually started New Hampshire opened back up just a few months after that, so the, we're, it was great seeing the Market Days Festival return. It was, um, yeah, it really was. And Market Days um, just celebrated its 47th year this year. So obviously, we didn't do it last year, but um, you know, people, and this is true for all of our events. Um, Concord, I feel, is has um, a really strong sense of tradition. And market days, having that come back um, just made things feel kind of normal again for our community, which was really nice to see. And the businesses must have been very appreciative of finally getting, because a big thing with the market days, as well as all your other events, is it brings in so many people to experience the businesses on Main Street, right. as well as the other vendors that come in. Right, right. Yeah, I think they all did. They all did well from what I heard. <laughs> That's great. So uh, how do you put together something like that? When, I mean, this is this is huge. I mean, you're shutting down Main Street for yeah. three days, basically, or for three and a half days, with setup and teardown included in that. Yeah. What is that process like? Is this something you plan a year out for next year's? I mean, we kind of have the recipe down, um, and that... I, I should give credit to the people that my predecessors that had been part of the event for a number of years, they kind of figured out what works and um, you know, what doesn't work. And so as far as the logistic piece of it, um, that part, I don't want to say it's easy, but <laughs> it's been, it's, you know, 47 years, it's kind of been figured out. The city also um, is a partner of ours and they know, you know, what, what we need to do to make it happen too. So they're really, really supportive in the event. Um, the biggest piece from in town's perspective is, um, you know, kind of 
coordinating all the vendors, right? So we have, you know, over a hundred vendors coming in from all different locations and they're all, you know, small business owners. So they all have an idea of what the experience should be like for them. So, um, you know, kind of managing all that, um, that's probably the, the part that's the most challenging, but also it's the most rewarding because when they leave and they say, you know, this was the best market days we've ever had, or, you know, we just, we're so happy to be back and you guys did great being a, it's your first year, especially, you know, that, that does make it all worth it. <laughs> what was the feedback you got from the vendors, especially finally, like they basically spent a year and a half, two years without being able to really reach out to anyone because uh, after the Christmas season of 2018, that was it. Basically they had no summertime events after that or seasonal events after that. Yeah. Uh, do you get any feedback from them on finally being able to get out there again? Yeah, I mean, they were all really happy to be there. They all did well financially. We had less vendors this year. Um, I'm hoping that that changes next year. But because, um, you know, of the staffing shortages that are nationwide, we found that, um, and this was actually something we hadn't really thought of going into it, but it makes perfect sense that, you know, some of these businesses couldn't support a three-day event and also keep their store or their storefront open. So um, it's just, it's interesting how, the effects of COVID are, you know, we're seeing in so many different areas of our lives, including, you know, being able to have as many vendors as what we would normally have. So we're hoping for, um, you know, a better turnout as far as vendors are concerned next year when hopefully people's staffing numbers can increase and they can support doing a three-day event again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. It, it's I, I've lived in Concord for 11 years now or 10 years now. I've been in New Hampshire for 11 years. Um, as a professional working in Concord and it's it, market days is fantastic it's like if you've if you've never attended him in, in the past I think Concord does an especially good job because there, there's plenty of areas around the city to park you can walk over and get to where you want to go there's experience the restaurants that have really been built up especially mm -hmm. since the the rebuilding of Main Street that the revitalization yeah. project was enormous I, I mean yeah um game you, changer yeah, game changer totally. I mean, you actually have full sidewalks, and um, it, as much as we hated the old uh, the part the driving situation when they went down to two lanes from four lanes, right. it was right. it, we hated it at the time. Uh, but it, it seems it's pretty smooth now, and everyone's finally used to it. Now I can't imagine it was scary before to get yeah. out of your parking spaces. So <laughs> the safety factor is nice on that end of stuff. Yeah, so that's fantastic, and the parking garages are great. It, yeah, I mean, it just adds to that vibrancy, as I said before, you know, when you're walking down Main Street and people are, you know, sitting out at the works and there's just all that space for people to congregate and hang out, it's it just really um, makes the community an inviting place to be. Now, what other, you, you actually should just get right into this. The Halloween Howl is also yeah. another thing that's huge. And I could not believe oh this year. Yeah. You we, were there. Oh, my oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. My, uh, my, my, I got a seven-year-old who, who's been oh, doing yeah, this fun. since he was able to trick-or-treat. and Because yeah. we've lived on Main Street since he was born. And um, we were like, okay, it's not quite 530. It's like 510. It's like we're just, okay, we'll take a few more pictures of you and your costume. We'll have fun doing that. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, okay, it'd be 530. Let's go. People will start filing. <laughs> it was full at 530. I, I know. I was, I was surprised by that too. Um, so obviously it's my first Halloween haul. Um, um, cause I'm not, I'm not from Concord. So it was my first year experiencing it. And I, I honestly don't think I could have prepared for the amount of people. No. Had a great turnout at market days but that's three you know stretched out over three days and halloween howl is from 5 30 to 7 30. 
I don't even know. I mean, 5,000 people, Easy. I think. Maybe even more than that. It was, um, it was really cool. And I think that people saved all their creative juices from 2020 because the costumes, I was amazed by the amount of co like creative costumes, um, family costumes. You know, there was one where there was a little boy, he was a sailor and his family was dressed in like a life preserver. And his father had made him in a little boat with bubbles that actually came out as the um, engine. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just the most creative thing. So um, again, that tradition, I think people were just like coming out and in groves because they were droves because they were just so excited to you know have it back and it, it's so nice to see too because often you you know like oh we're doing this event again we're doing this event again but really seeing that many people come out for it just shows like how how much they cherish these events and how much they really appreciate them so it, yeah, like, there, was, there was a fear. There was a fear a year ago that this stuff was never coming back. People were concerned right, that right. COVID was just people are too afraid to do it. It's another yeah. another anecdote to it that I've found is some of the most vocal people. They're saying they're going to wear a mask 24 seven when they're out in public. We're the first people to say as soon as they have a chance to take off their mask and actually interact with people like a human being again. We're the first yeah. one. They rip those things off. It's like I miss talking to people. It's, I know. It's a, <laughs> I like know. this is so important to, to, to get yeah. out. Out there and experience stuff like this it is and we do try you know most of our events are outside so we there's a certain you know safety as right. far as that is concerned i mean you're not you're not over 100 percent, but you know we try to maintain that we we ask the businesses for halloween hell to come out of their storefront again because we're having all those people inside then you know the covid in you know the chance of covid increases so and they did a lot of the businesses as you saw came outside this year um, and that was really great. And, you know, for Midnight Merriment, we're going to, you know, promote people. Um, we're, we're bringing Santa outside this year. Again, just to kind of being outside, I feel like, is a little safer. So we're, you know, we're going to close down a segment of the street for Midnight Merriment to kind of give people a little more space and all that. So we are still, you know, trying to think about COVID, but also, you know, still have these experiences and these traditions that our kids can remember when they're older. Now, how are you handling Midnight Merriment this year? It's going to be December 3rd, it looks like. Yeah, so it's, um, so the Christmas tree lighting is the Friday after um, Thanksgiving, and then um, Midnight Merriment is the following Friday. Um, people often think that we do um, the Christmas tree lighting, but but it's the Grange. And um, they also, I believe, do the Christmas parade, which is, um, I want to say, November 20th. It's the Saturday before Thanksgiving, okay. I think. So, um we're going to put something out there so people can have some save the dates for these things. Um, but yeah, Midnight Merriment, we're bringing Santa outside. Um, we're going to close down the street from Pleasant to School Street so that, as I said, people can space out a little bit. Um, people, we get really good feedback. People like it when we close down the street. I mean, it can be kind of um, a challenge, um, you know, in some ways, but people really like it. They think it adds to the whole um, vibe of an event. So. We're going to do that. Um, we'll have s'mores again. Granite State Candy has a s'mores um, behind. We'll have a s'more station behind them. We'll have Nazi from JYY again um, on City Plaza. So he'll be kind of MC. We'll have scrolling carolers all over the place. Gift wrapping. Um, lots of good stuff. So we're we're really excited to bring all this back. Um, we're also going to be providing um, 
downtown holiday music for all the Saturdays in December. So when people do come out and shop, it's going to have that, you know, that nice feeling. They'll have the wreaths up again and everything. So um, we're back. <laughs> it's great. People, it, it, it's, I highly suggest people go check it out. And it, it yeah. really gets you in the spirit with all the Christmas music through the holidays. And it kind yeah. of is a reminder. It's like, oh, yeah, this, it's December and I need to go uh, to these small businesses. It gives you an extra reason to kind of go with your family down there and um, see these small businesses that are trying to get back in business from everything that they lost from the previous year. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of labor shortages and stock shortages going on, but there's plenty of stuff out there and the businesses really would love to have people down there. Yeah, our um, downtown, I think it's just such a good reminder of, you know, shopping locally, how important that can be and um, supporting these small businesses. Um, as you said, it's just, it's it's really important because not only are you keeping the money in seat, but you know, you're support you're supporting them and their families through the Christmas or allowing them to buy Christmas presents and things like that, which I just think, you know, it's such a nice feeling. You know, a bunch of them do gift wrapping, like Capital Craftsman, for example, will do oh, gift yeah. wrapping. Oh, so it's a lot of them, yeah, a lot of them open that up <laughs> during this. You don't need to go somewhere else or um, or necessarily head over to the paper store necessarily. They'll support them too. But um, if you're buying something there, just give them as much of your business as you can. I mean, we usually we go down mm -hmm. Viking House, Capital Craftsman, and that's where we get so many of our Christmas presents oh, yeah. every year. Yeah, I just got a really cool advent calendar from Viking House, which is like all German chocolate, which is really, really cool. Just something different, you know. Um, and Midnight Merriment will be from 5 to midnight on December 3rd. So um, we find that a lot of the businesses will do special things throughout the night. So um, you mentioned, um, or maybe you didn't, but caring gifts, for example, they'll let you do different discounts throughout the evening and stuff. So um, it's just really fun. People get into it. You can get some wine at some places, hot cocoa, you know, it's really cool. And all the restaurants are open too. It's a Friday night. So it's definitely yeah. go hit, go hit up all the different little nooks and crannies around exactly. Main Street. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Angelina's restaurants open again. So that's Yay. a great, out. yeah. <laughs> um, revivals back. I mean, they've been back for a little while now, but, um, there's just a lot of good stuff going on downtown. Yeah, definitely, and definitely check that out. It seemed like last the last time it happened, it was like a picturesque night too, because we had um, it was like gentle snow coming down, the music's playing. That's people what you want. Going, it's, it's like, oh, this is perfect. It's like, okay, perfect sales. Yeah, tons of people are going to be coming out, and uh, even if it's right? really coming down with snow, go out because the businesses are going to be open because it's yeah. it's really important to the community. Um, so we have. Um, this is New England. Snow yeah. is okay. Exactly. Drive safely. Get used to it. Turn on your four wheel drive. Drive safely. Wear some layers. You'll be fine. It's a good time. So we got one minute left in the segment. Give a give a plug to In Town and what you guys do again. Yeah. So In Town Concord, um, right down in Main Street. You can check us out at intownconcord.org. Um, we always have events going on. We have a winter festival in January happening. Um, we're working with the Black Ice Pond Tournament on um, coordinating some stuff with them. So, um, you know, we always have stuff going on. We're a nonprofit. We appreciate your support. Um, like us on Facebook. <laughs> yes, definitely follow. Your Facebook page is great, and it's easy to keep track of the events. So uh, definitely follow them there, and it looks like Merriment's going to be December 3rd. Uh, Winter Fest will be January 28th to the 29th during Black Ice, which finger, fingers crossed the last people they <laughs> yeah. have this year. Oh my God, it's been horrible the last few years to make that happen, but definitely support yeah. all their events. All right. We do like a weather dance for them. <laughs> yes. 
Jessica Martin, executive director of In Town Concord. Thank you so much for joining me. You're listening to New England Take and WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, 101.9 FM Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the New England Take and WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, 101.9 FM Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com. I'm your host, AJ Kirstead. Joined by Jessica Martin, Executive Director of In Town Concord. So we talked about in the last segment, like, all the many awesome events you do and support for businesses around town that you have. Uh, definitely check out intownconcord.org. But you're, as we briefly talked about, it's like, you're a new person to Concord. I, why did you decide to come to Concord and... And in addition to the the cool gig, yeah. Well, I um, I'm an events person. I'm uh, that's my that's my jam. So when this position opened up, and and I actually um, loved Concord from way back. My husband used to work in um, Pittsfield, and I was just always looking on Realtor.com, like, can I live in Concord? <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like a wannabe. Um, but he lives in he works in Massachusetts now, so we we can't do that. He can't do that commute. So um, I'm still a wannabe, but we live a little closer to Massachusetts. Um, but really, it was it's the community. Oh, my gosh. The community in Concord is so strong. The sense of pride, the sense of tradition. Um, I feel so lucky that I found this position. And um, it's just great. I, I feel very it's very rewarding. Um, to be part of this community, so that's really what brought me here. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I love Concord's the um, I mean the main street and everything. It's kind of picturesque. The, it's really inviting community. It seems like the like all the business owners and all the locals around town um, li- like they love being here. They don't feel like they're stuck here. <laughs> no, no. As I said, there's so much pride, and there are so many new people coming in too, which is just um, a testimony for how great this community is. Um, you know, we're seeing all these new businesses pop up um, here. It's kind of a post-COVID, not that we're post, but um, resurgence of the downtown businesses. It's just, it's really, really neat to see. I mean, what are you hoping to see going forward for Concord and as well as for Intown? Because you're so integral with what goes on with a lot of the community building activities that happen in this town, from market days to uh, midnight merriment, the Halloween how, which we all talked about in the, the previous segment. I mean, what do you hope to see going forward? Yeah, I'm, I'm just hoping to, um, for in town to have even more closer relationship with our downtown merchants. Um, you know, we're trying to reach out to them on a regular basis, um, you know, figure out what their needs are and um, kind of in our events reflect what the needs are of our business community. So um, really trying to prioritize connecting with them um, and, you know, being a liaison um for whatever they need in the community too. So that's kind of our priority. Um, you know, we're also trying to, you know, make our events more diverse, um, inclusive, adding different aspects of our events. Um, you know, for a number of years, we people have given us feedback about the food at Market Days, which is is delicious. It's fair food, right? Um, it's, <laughs> it's so yummy, um, but people do want to see um, more eclectic options, um, you know, more options that reflect our Concord community, which, as I mentioned before, can be challenging when you have staff and shortages for restaurants to send out their staff. Um, but we want to find ways to support them and make it so that they can, you know, participate in market days and um, those types of events. So just finding ways for those types of 
um, communities that haven't been able to participate in our events um, to to participate. So that's something that we're really um, prioritizing too. Jessica Martin, Executive Director at In Town Concord. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the New England Take. Thank you. All right, intownconcord.org. You can learn more about them. Definitely suggest following them on Facebook for all the events that go on in Concord, more than just their own events. It's it, You really find out what's going on in our community here. Be sure to check out um, Midnight Merriment, which will be taking place December 3rd, as well as Winterfest will be in late January during, hopefully, <laughs> Black Ice Pond Hockey Tournament, 28th to the 29th. You're listening to to the New England Take and WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, 101.9 FM Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com. Be sure to follow New England Take on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to get the latest from the show, as well as the podcast versions at nhtalkradio.com. Talk to you next week.